on this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street. Tip and please tip your waitresses and servers, please. Thank you. <laughs> please and thank you. Yeah. On the bayou and off the bayou. <laughs> is the little mermaid oh. let's pull off all the band-aids from d23 <laughs> so keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle at all times and here we go uh, good evening good afternoon good morning good day hello hi everyone welcome back it's been a little bit um we should say that this was not an intended little bit of time off but we ran into some technical difficulties and um and then someone went on vacation um so it happens we are now back though we will try to get back into our regularly every other week kind of recording it really is my fault so like everything about it technical difficulties was my fault vacation was my fault really just blame jen it's Jen's fault, but like I'm the Buena, I am the Buena Vista part of this, so you shouldn't be surprised that the like kooky stuff is all about me. Sorry, guys. right? <laughs> the main street has been here all all along, steady, holding down the fort. <laughs> we also just learned the lesson, you know, liquids and laptops just don't mix. Like we needed hmm. a reminder of that, but obviously. I didn't know that, which is weird if you at all know me. So just makes me giggle. We are going to take a little break from our virtual tours. And on this episode, we are going to talk about some of our favorite restaurants. Fast service, quick service, as well as sit down. And they could be in either park. We're going to do kind of like a mix match, miss mix match of all of the different parks so uh whatever one we choose quick service um being i am going to define it as anything that does not count to sit down but like that is not defining it at all <laughs> it would be something that you have to go up order place order and to take the food back to a table rather than having someone to come and take your order and then bring it back to you i don't know why i feel like i need to like distinguish this really well but today uh, today today i feel like i do so mm -hmm. distinguishing Sit distinguish down yeah quick service this is will include any type of sit down dinner whether it be character dining to what they call signature dining to regular everyday restaurants we decided that we would do this top five of each. Someone decided that maybe we should just do top three. But then I said, no, we should do top five or top ten. And Jitha was thinking top three. So we'll see where we land. It could be just top seven for all we know by the end. It's hard to say. Hard to say. I don't know if we'll have this in a particular, like, this is my ultimate favorite list. Or just no, we're not gonna. I I don't think we can rank them really because <laughs> I will just randomly think of one and then say it. So because as much as like I pre-plan for these podcasts, sometimes my brain goes and forgets about something, and then I mention it or 
something gets mentioned and a trigger or something. And so it, we, the wheels go off the train at that point. So yes. Uh, in no particular order, this list will be as well. Yes. Uh, so do we want to start with restaurants first or quick service? Well, I going to throw this out there because usually first meal in the park is usually a quick service. That's so very I, true. I would say quick service. Um, okay. Sit down is not something you start usually with. Let's just sit down in a park. These restaurants don't have to be just inside the parks either. I'm just putting that's that true. out there. Yes, because that's very true. Disney World has a lot of restaurants that are not in parks. Mm. That doesn't mean very that. true. Broadly sense. All right. So one of my favorites, um, if you know me, I will tell you about this, is Magic Kingdom. Walking down Magic Kingdom, you get to the end of Main, Main Street. On the left-hand side, you have a little known place or big known place as Casey's Corner. So a good little quick service place to grab hot dogs. They used to have my favorite, which was corn dog nuggets, which were like, like cocktail weenies or mini weenies that were corn dogs. So there was no stick involved and it was delicious and they were a good cheap price. But who doesn't want to start and think of America without uh, hot dogs? So I love Casey's Corner. It just gives me so, so much nostalgia on there and eating it it's not a disneyland disneyland has a hot dog cart on the other side but it's not exactly the same as casey's corner in edge kingdom so if you're one in a hot dog i just highly recommend it there you go um okay so i have we'll talk about one first i have a couple in disneyland and i feel like that's just because we end up going uh to a lot more quick service meals in Disneyland because there's not as many sit downs. So take that for what it is. Um, but definitely in Disneyland, they uh, opened this one up a few years ago when they opened up the beauty and the beast part of Disney world. And it had nothing um, really like that in Disneyland. So they opened up a quick service in Fantasyland called the Red Rose Tavern. Um, and for a while, everyone wanted to get the Light Up Rose Cup. Uh, it was like the hottest ticket item that you could get from the Red Rose Tavern. I chose when we went there the first time not to get the cup because I didn't think it was necessary um, to life. I mean, it's fine. If you want the cup, that's totally fine. It's kind of like a popcorn bucket. Um, they have like regular items. It's not really exciting, but 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 it's Beauty and the Beast themed. So that's why I like it. <laughs> the theme is all that makes, a, makes it for you. It's just like Casey's Corner is like baseball themed. I just want to put mm -hmm. that out and get it. Um, and it's not Disney related at all. It's just really a hot dog venue that has a baseball theme and it's like americana so i think that's maybe why i like it yeah um i will kind of go out there and talk about my favorite fantasy land uh quick service it is not in disneyland it is at disney world <sighs> i know some people probably know what i'm talking about when i mention pinocchio's 
Um, Pinocchio's at Disney World is a top must-do pizza or pasta or it's like Italian food. Location, they make flatbread pizzas is my favorite. Um, And it's not that it's like, it's cute. It's like, like what you'd think Pinocchio's would be like, but that's not the reason. And it's not the food. It is the giant windows that look on to, uh, it's a small world that makes this place just a buckets of fun. So you can sit there and wave at boats going by and look at all the people getting on. It's a small world. It's the only place that's like this in uh, Magic Kingdom, and I think it makes it worth it. So, Cast members used to have signs that you could hold up to, um, to the people, or you can make your own, as long as they're well-meaned, but they're a lot of fun. Pinocchios. Uh, that was on my list, too. So, um, hey, two for one. That will probably happen quite a bit, actually. Uh, another one I really enjoy quite a bit um, is in Disney's California Adventure, um, and it is in uh, Radiator Springs. It is Flo's Flo's Diner because uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, the food is pretty good. It's like a good home style cooked kind of meal, um, and the second reason is the. Th- the theming is obviously really good, uh, but it's also there's some really nice tables around the side where you can sit and you can watch Radio Springs racers go past. And it's usually a little bit quieter over there. Um, so it's just a nice spot if you need a, if you want to have a meal, you want to have a good meal because maybe you've just been eating snacks, line snacks. Um, it's a great place to sit down, rest your feet have a good meal, probably share a meal. I think I share almost every time because the portions are pretty big. Um, and then just watch what people watch, watch radiator Springs racers, listen to some oldies um, and just hang out. It's pretty good. And I always love this one because it's the food that's involved there as well. So if you're sick of hamburgers, hot dogs, mm-hmm. chicken fingers, um, this gives you some other options like meatloaf and club sandwiches and diner 50s diner faves as i like to say so they give you some definitely some different options for meals Um, fried chicken i always have the fried chicken when i'm there it's so good (gasps) but it gives you lots of options i think i had meatloaf last time but Mm. yeah this is a place where you can get mashed potato and gravy that's not a rest that's not a sit-down restaurant so Mm -hmm. It comes out on proper plates and cutlery. It's not on paper plates. It's it's good. It's yummy. It's delicious. It's a must try. Yeah, it's very good. So good. And definitely worth it. So here comes my other, another favorite of mine. It's kind of, the, it's in the same location in both Disneyland and Disney World, but two different names and kind of two different themes, but not tying to two different themes. Locations are different. They look a little different. Um, I'm going to characterize them together as one location. If anybody's going to be like, don't do that. That would be Galactic Grill and Cosmic Rays. They both have the same type of food, I want to say. This is just a great, this is a hamburgers and fries type location. But they always have, they might always have something different. So this is some place where you can get some sort of seasonal 
usually in Disneyland for sure, like some Halloween special treats or whatever. It's going to be at the Galactic Grill. Mm-hmm. Um, Galactic Grill in Disneyland is outdoors. Or Cosmic Rays in Florida is indoors. But they both have like multiple quick service counters to order from. So they all serve the same thing. It just gets, it's just a big, a bigger space to be able to order stuff. So you don't, you don't have to wait as long. I think that's where I appreciate it. And plus it's the Mm -hmm. best food in that type of area. Mm -hmm. Going along with restaurants that are similar in both places leads me to my next one, um, Mm -hmm. which is a restaurant that is similar in both Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. Uh, where you can get a uh, quick service and a show. And that would be the diamond horseshoe and the golden horseshoe. Um, and they are both uh, Western type shows. Hoedowns. It's hard to say. You got to go see it. Um, it's a nanny. Good- <laughs> nanny. Um, they serve like regular fare. Like you can get your French fries and hot dogs and all those kinds of things. But Um, The good thing that I like about it is that you get your food, you can sit down inside, so air conditioning, um, and you can watch a show. So your kids are entertained for a few minutes if you need to, you know, just rest and enjoy some food, get out of the heat. Um, it's, It's good. And it's usually pretty funny. There's usually some jokes for adults that kids won't get. The kids enjoy the music um yes it's all good so they're kind of in the same spot as well um so yeah one is in Frontierland in disneyland because there's no frontier land in disneyland um i don't know where this one is in magic kingdom close to uh liberty square like just off liberty square i think so um but yes, both very close to the same spot um serve the same things also have entertainment definitely well worth it uh yeah so they are similar i just want to point out that there tends to be less um shows at disney world than disneyland i just think because of where it's located it's really close Mm to uh the bears big country bear country big big country bear country the jamboree country the country bears jamboree i think is what you're trying to say that's the one. The Country Bears Jamboree. I just feel there's less shows in there. I don't think I've ever, when I worked at Disney World, that I ever ate there um, with shows. They had food there, but they didn't have the shows like they do in Disneyland. So if you're in Disneyland, hit it up. Disney World, you might not have shows, which is fine. Let's go eat somewhere else. It's a miss if it doesn't have a show. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's true. It's not really worth it if it doesn't. So if you catch it and there is a show, do it. If not, no need to stay. I feel like that we are focusing mostly on Magic Kingdom. So I'm going to throw a Disney World non-Magic Kingdom quick service out there that I uh, love to go to for restaurants if I sometimes you just go and you don't know the name so I just want to get the correct verbiage for wording um, 
for all of those that are going and be like, hey, Jen told me to eat at this place and she called it this and it's not this. And that would be at Animal Kingdom. There you have the Flame Tree Barbecue. Um, it's again, it is delicious, non-fast food food. So it is, you can get delicious barbecue. So ribs. You can still get burgers, but like you can get ribs. That's usually what I get. So some sort of flame barbecue deliciousness. Because uh, it's done Animal Kingdom, sometimes it's a little bit different things for an options there. So that's why I like that option. So mm -hmm. the flame tree barbecue, Animal Kingdom, one of my go-tos. Uh, I'm going to go into one that I eat at every single time I'm in Disneyland. Usually for supper, many times on date night, if we don't have a reservation. That would be the French market. Um, you must, if you like bread bowls and you like clam chowder or corn chowder or just anything in a bread bowl, they have multiple soups and stuff in there. Um, but it is a great place to go. Uh, one of my favorites, definitely hit it up every time. Um, they have, uh, the seating is outdoors. Uh, so you have to hit it when it's not raining. Uh, but they do at nighttime have entertainment on a little stage that's outside. Um, and it can be like blues or um, think New Orleans, think jazz, think blues, pretend you're in New Orleans um, and just that kind of that kind of music. Um, it's just really good. So definitely I always hit up that place every time. Sometimes it's the places we go every time that just make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Or the little places that people don't know about that are delicious. So don't forget those little places. I'm going to have to give a quick uh, shout out of food choices that we did talk about last time. We have talked about is one of our favorites. And I think we, we, we covered it at length, I think, on our Epcot episode. But that's Sunshine Seasons. I cannot talk about it enough. The deliciousness mm -hmm. of the service at Sunshine Seasons. Mm -hmm. It was on my list too. I was going to mention it next. So I think this <laughs> oh, see, is, we... that's, that's my fifth. Is that your fifth? I think it's our fifth. Um, it's just so good. I just love that. First of all, you get choice. And second of all, it's just all fresh and delicious. So yeah, it's definitely a highlight. I can't wait to go back there and eat again. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's going to be our go-to Epcot lunch place. We know it. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. It's going to be where we go. Um, yeah. The family will know it. Everybody will find something they like there because it does have, like, a cafeteria kind of style, different food options at different locations. Mm -hmm. But, you get your but all strong, good. So. Good food. Yeah. That is our fifth and final is the same. We told you it was happening. <laughs> Sunshine seasons. Yeah. Um, I, and I feel like we went through at nauseum about why it's so delicious. But Yeah. So go back and if, listen to our Epcot episode if you need a reminder. And which episode it is? My third? Second? First? I don't know. We did four episodes on five or six episodes on Epcot. So you have to listen to them all, maybe. I don't know. That's right. 
Um, so now we are going to move on to what we call a sit-down meal service. So someone serves you food, you're sitting, you, you're expected to tip, and please tip your waitresses and servers, please. Thank you. <laughs> please and thank you, yeah. Please and thank you. Um, I think we're going to do mostly in park, but you never know what we're going to come up with. I think our first one is going to be always the same. Yes, we're going to mention definitely first, off yeah. the top. I'm yeah. sure everybody's going to say it with us. Ready? One, yeah. two, three. The blue, blue by you. <laughs> I, well, you put the in front of it, so that's fine. Okay, we, we're uh, it's blue, fine. By it's you. Fine. blue by you. Whatever. Yeah. I feel like it needs a the because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason I think this is top of our list is well, top of your list is it's in in your favorite ride. It's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, so like I don't know, like it's like you can just live in the ride for a little bit. Um, so I love that. <laughs> and the ambiance is really good. Like the theming, the ambiance. Um, you feel like you're in the bayou, which you're supposed to. Um, so, you know, I, I just like all of it. It's lovely. If you can tell them to wait for a waterfront table, if there's availability, wait for one because we highly recommend it. We've sat both on the bayou, on the bayou and off the bayou. <laughs> As you would call it on the water, off the water. And on the water is always a little bit more fun. It's always prettier. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You can't always make that guarantee, especially with party sizes and such. We were lucked out last time. We got water side service. Yeah, we did. And it was lovely. Uh, the crab cakes are also good if they have them on their menu. They change their menu sometimes, so um, you can't always guarantee that they'll have the crab cakes. But if they do have the crab cakes, um, just get them. Get the crab cakes. It's delicious, just like everything else. Mm-hmm. I have no complaints. It's Disney, so the quality is usually up there. I can't always guarantee it, but, you know, the ambiance is there. So the blue we buy you. It might be a little bit more expensive, but the blue buy you. Yeah. For sure. Uh, do you want to go next for your next down table service meal? Uh, that one is another easy one for me. That would be the Beast Castle. Uh, why? Because of Beauty and the Beast. Again, I'm really all about the ambiance, guys. And I love Beauty and the Beast. So going to eat in the Beast Castle was amazing. So I can't wait to do that again. It's on my list. We're doing it. And um, that one does have a, that one could be on both lists because they do have a quick service and they do have a sit down. So it could be on both your lists next time. Just letting you know. Ooh. It's a trickster. Um, I like it as well. It's not my favorite though. <laughs> I just like it again. Beauty and the Beast person here. Mm, that's why. And you also got to meet the Beast and get a picture taken with the Beast, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So and you go to go. You can go to the West Wing, and even though it's forbidden, you can go there and you get to see everything happen and the last petal drops and everything turns all and the picture and 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 you can eat in the great ballroom and or the other with the ceiling and it changes. Okay, sorry. I'm. (laughs) It's all very exciting, guys. 
<laughs> if you like Beauty and the Beast. If you don't like Beauty and the Beast, you'll be like, eh, what else? But it's okay. You can eat the gray stuff and it is delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They don't, don't sing or dance, though. They don't they don't sing or dance here. Don't try and ask them what's in the gray stuff, because they won't tell you. It's a secret. I don't know. I'm going to say, I know what I'm going to say. My next favorite. I was going to say, I don't know what my next favorite is or what my favorite is. I'm not ranking them in order. Um, My, another one of my favorites is not in a theme park at all. But I guess that gives a giant tint to those who know me well. That would be the California Grill at the Contemporary. Yes. The food is amazing. You can see the ambiance is great, but it's it's not Beauty and the Beast themed. It's not even really Disney themed. It's uh, at the top of the Contemporary. If you can get a time for fireworks watching, it's amazing. If you get a time, we did it last time. It was at sundown. That was pretty epic too, because the it was golden hour and that was beautiful over the whole parks as well. Um, and the food is delicious. So I've been able to dine there three times. I feel lucky and their core memories every time I get to go there. So um, I think that's part of the reasons is it's just great memories as well. And it's beautiful. You can look over Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I would say that one that one is on my list too. It's just such a pretty restaurant. Like you go there, the food is again, the food is delicious. Like probably the best food. Well, there's another restaurant on my list, but it's probably some of the best food in Disneyland or Disney World actually, like in or Disneyland even. It's probably some of the best food. Um, and then, yeah, you're on top of the Contemporary Hotel and you can watch the sunset and yeah, it's just all good. That restaurant is good. <laughs> it's just it's, all good. It's and the, good. <laughs> and the service is amazing because it's Disney service. So yeah, I just have really good memories from the whole time. So yay. California Grill. Mm-hmm. Do you have another one that you want to talk about? Yeah, speaking of delicious food, um, and I talked about this before when we were talking about Disney World. Uh, The hubby and I went on a date last time we were in Disney World to Narcozzi's. We are seafood people in our family. So it was like, it was just a really, it's a lovely restaurant. um, Super fancy, but also like, they uh, know when the fireworks are starting. They know when the water parade was coming and they turn off the lights and they're like, Hey, you want to sit over here on this side of the table so you can watch or you can go outside or whatever. Anyways, it just the whole ambiance, the food was to die for Like it literally like I'm salivating just thinking about it. Um, so if you're looking for a good place, I don't, I would not, I'm not, I wouldn't take little kids there probably just wouldn't uh but if you're like a couple of adults looking for a good place to go or you have teenagers like older kids um that are old enough to 
self-manage themselves and know that it's like a nice restaurant um it would be a great place to take them um otherwise if you're looking for a date night this is the place to go um for sure narcosis it's in the um uh, the grand floridian hotel so not in a park either see sometimes we eat places at disney world we tend to eat places that aren't in parks Mm-hmm. yes <laughs> because i like food and i like to make you eat places that aren't in parks um i am now going to go back into a park to talk about my next favorite location this was uh a one another one that we have talked to at length if you've listened to certain episodes but i'm going to mention again which is 50s primetime diner so this is a great one in hollywood studios it's a sit-down meal. It's an experience, as we like to call it, more than just a meal. But the food is delicious as well. So this was my go-to restaurant if I wanted to feel... If I was missing home and I wanted a home-cooked meal without having to make one, um, this was my go-to place to feel cared for and cooked for. Mm, um, so mm. 50s Prime Time is up there as one of my favorite sit-down places ever. Mm. It's really good. Again, they have meatloaf and fried chicken. Do I just like people at places that serve fried chicken? Maybe. How do you know? Their fried chicken is delicious, though. Mm. They also make a peanut butter and jam milkshake, which is so good. And then their dessert, their sundae with the cereal and stuff and the caramel corn. It's so good. Just, just do it. Just go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh. We started this episode talking about the fact that we don't usually do sit-down meals for breakfast. But that's not necessarily true. <laughs> so I knew this was going to get on the list. Uh, so in Disneyland on Main Street, there is this lovely little restaurant called Carnation Cafe. And I it holds this place near and dear to my heart because the very first time we went with our family... Uh, my parents and Jenny and I, uh, when I was in school, it was like, we were like, yeah, we're going to Disneyland. And we ate here. And it was the very first time I had ever had um, Mickey Mouse waffles. And it was so exciting. Um, so it kind of holds a near and dear place to my heart in that in that regard. Um, now that I know some of the history and stuff of Carnation Cafe, it's just even more um, near and dear to me. Um, and so we did eat there the last time we were last time we were in Disneyland. Yes, because we took Jeff. No, two times before, three times before. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Um, but we have eaten there several times since then. Um, but yes, that is about the only time that we will have a sit down. Um, and it is it's lovely. It's just a lovely place to go. Little cafe um, on Main Street, USA. Old time, like think like 30s 20s 30s era um so yeah it's just really lovely in there so definitely there's indoor seating or outdoor seating you have to make a reservation because it it's booked constantly so yeah and it is a must-do reservation breakfast place um they do serve lunch as well but a breakfast we just it, it mickey waffles in Disney, there's very few places that serve Mickey waffles for breakfast. There's that, and 
a couple places in Disney Resort area. And if you're doing a character breakfast, they'll have Mickey waffles. But there is a few places to find it. Unlike Disney World, where you can have Mickey waffles every morning if you're staying at a resort. So it's I I love it as well. I didn't make this list because I knew it was going to be on your list for me. Sorry. It's fine. That's my that's my fifth pick. I I made it my fifth. Um, did I? Uh, do I have one more? Did I start this yes. one or did you? No, you oh. have one more. I think. Just one more pick. Yeah, this is hard. I know. So my fifth and final pick is I am going back into magic kingdom at disney world eating in a restaurant nobody else in my family has eat at which is cinderella's royal table this restaurant as i probably pointed out when we were talking about magic kingdom i don't remember that was a while ago is in the castle you meet all the princesses they come around they chat with you you eat a meal again this can be uh this is for me i did it at breakfast i had breakfast because they have a blueberry goat's cheese stuffed french toast that was on point but it's again it's an experience because you're inside disney disney world you're inside magic kingdom and you're in the actual castle and it is set up beautifully well to meet characters and having lots of room and tables and they announce all the princesses like they would if it was court and it's just it's lovely. You get to meet Cinderella and lots of princesses. Um, and it's great for kids of all ages, adults and children and princesses and princes and whoever you want to take. It is a great themed experience and I highly recommend. Um, character dining is always something that we recommend if you're like us that don't like to meet characters in the park because you don't want to waste your time waiting in line. Character dining exactly. is a great way to meet characters without waiting in line mm-hmm. definitely they come to you it's kind of like uh the golden horseshoe where you can have lunch at a show this is lunch and a character meet and break at the same time mm-hmm. so highly recommend character dining experiences yeah the earlier you can get into the park the better because then you can get pictures in front of castles without people in their way just pointing that out mm, too. exactly Hit two birds with one stone. I like to say that. Yeah. So I, this comes to the end of our discussion of meals. I'm sure we missed some. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we did. There's so many places. So I'm sure you have some that you're like, why didn't you mention this part? Probably because yeah. I just forgot about it. Totally. It happens. I mean, when you eat so many places it's hard to remember all of them but Mm -hmm. if you go back for a second time there's a reason that you've gone back so or a third time or a fourth time yeah exactly so comment and respond what your favorite disney sit down or quick service meal yeah let us know yeah we're gonna do some disney news um and there's been a lot (laughs) We like we neglected you. I know most of you probably have been aware of the Disney news. Yeah, when we've been gone, but we missed a lot. Um, so the biggest news items came out last week at D twenty three. If you don't know that, uh, if you if you missed all of those, 
um, uh, things that announcements <laughs> that came out. And you don't know what D23 is. Right. Then you might have missed them. That's right. Uh, but have no fear. You can find, just Google, oh yeah, <laughs> just Google D23. You'll find it. Um, or if you have a Disney Plus, they have some episodes of the D23 conference in which you can go take a look um, and find out all of those things. Um, so we thought we just, we're not going to talk about all of it. There was a lot of, there's always a lot. Um, but we thought we'd come tell, talk about a few of the highlights that we were maybe excited about or maybe wanted to talk about. Um, so the first one for me being, and this thing, the thing that everyone is talking about, um, is the Little Mermaid. Um, so the little mermaid is becoming a live action. Um, and there's been some discussions, discussions. (laughs) Well, I don't, I want, yes, controversy, but I don't think it should be. That's not what I would classify it as. I would classify it as people just being upset by it, but also realize here's, you can disagree with me and that's totally you like you're you're allowed to but listen the little mermaid is a fictional character she's not real i mean i know you may <laughs> i know i this is this is maybe shocking to all of you maybe if there's kids in the room like let them leave but ariel is a fictional character <laughs> okay she's not real um so she can be whoever she wants to be and they can make her whoever they want her to be. And I think it's great. She only wants to go where the people go. That's right. She just really wants to be a human and also wants to marry Eric. So she just wants to be part of the world. Up where they walk. Let's just let her be. Up where they play all day in the sun. Let's give her legs. Let's let her have her voice back and let her marry Prince Eric. Okay, that's simple. It's not that hard, if you ask me, really. She can do what she wants to do. So anyways, that's the biggest. uh, That was one of the biggest thing that's been talked about highly by many people. But I will just say watching kids um, for the first time seeing Ariel and seeing her um on screen was yeah yeah it's just well worth it representation is important yes it doesn't matter she is a fictional character we are correct (laughs) you don't have to make her out to be whatever you want her to be that's right. Um, the other, can I talk about the other controversy? Should we talk about the other yeah. controversy? Let's do it. D21. Let's pull off all the band-aids from D23. <laughs> Is the saltiness people have regarding um, the updates to Disney World that are coming. I'm pretty excited about this update. I'm sorry. If you know me at all, I'm excited about this update. But most people are just a little salty. Not that the, the, of the update is just because it's the only update they talked about, which is the new Figment meet and greet. I am super excited. I get to actually meet Figment. This is exciting. 
Sorry, I'm super Yes, excited. I think it's going to be fun. I It'll be fun to meet Figment. Yes. Um, that was the only update they announced for Disney World. So, yeah. So there's a little saltiness around that. That was the other big controversy. Um, is only that Figment is getting a meet and greet. And that was the only big announcement they had. They had an announcement also that they're delaying Tron to spring 2023. Which is interesting because they've been testing it. So... I don't know why. Obviously, testing testing isn't going well, is it's what I would guess. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this might have something to do with the uh, cosmic rewind issues or the issues that they've been having with the roller coaster in Disneyland Paris when they redid it for the Avengers Campus. I don't know, but testing must not be going well. They're announced in twenty twenty three, and it's. From what everybody says, it almost looks like it's ready. So something's wrong there. Yeah. Or they maybe- won't tell us what it is. No. We don't know what it is, no. guys. <laughs> don't ask us. We don't know. I have no idea. I have no more personal information than that. <laughs> uh, we don't have like a, uh insider link. Or I don't know. No insider knowledge, really. Um, but the, there was lots of other additional excitement uh, regarding Disney Plus. So the big announcement and premiere this week was of the new live action Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet. Have you watched it yet? No, I have not. So, uh, but Geppetto is played by Tom Hanks. So I feel like that right there is a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> That's right. That's, um, I haven't watched it yet. No, it's on my list. Um, the other thing is they're bringing out another season of The Mandalorian, which is also super exciting if you like The Mandalorian. I made the joke about will it actually be about The Mandalorian or will it be about Boba Fett or someone, or <laughs> someone, someone else again? Because <laughs> the last season was basically Boba Fett with a little tiny bit of The Mandalorian. Um, anyways, it's fine. I'm sure it'll be good. No, no, no. You're um, thinking about that was actually the Boba Fett series that had a, a big chunk of The Mandalorian. Right. You're backwards. It wasn't a Mandalorian right, yeah, yeah. Sorry. series at all. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we should oh, get... Oh, man. We'll see how this is going to be with a new Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everybody's excited because everybody likes the Mandalorian, but... Mm-hmm. We'll see. And then there was just... There was lots of movies announcements, lots of uh, movies that had been announced, but they, like, showed previews and stuff like that, like... The Little Mermaid. Um, and so if you want more information about all of those, go check them out. Um, there is one movie coming out uh, by Disney Animation uh, called Wish, um, which kind of looks like they're trying to do like the animation like we know from like the 90s, like that kind of style, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, it's all about the the story of where the um, star, the shooting star, comes from in um, the title screens that Walt Disney uses. So I, I think it'll be really cool, actually, When You Wish Upon a Star. Um, so I, I'm excited for that one. Um, and the other one I, I was really excited about was um, uh, they're bringing out uh, Inside, Out 2, Inside and Out 2, um, but Riley is now a teenager. And I think that... 
is going to be really good. Um, and the reason why I think that's really good is that the kids that watched Inside Out when they were kids around Riley's age are now actually teenagers. So I think that the progression of this is Riley as a kid and here are some of the emotions that she had and now she's a teenager. Um, I think that'll be really cool. So we'll see how that pans out. Sometimes sequels are not good. We know sometimes sequels are fine like Toy Story. So you just never know, really. You never know. But those are a couple that I was really excited about. They're going to refurbish Indiana Jones, which is kind of exciting. It needs to Mm -hmm. do a little bit of a redo. It's looking a little tired. It's still a great attraction, don't get us wrong, but they said they're going to do a little bit of updates, which is what we like to hear. The Mandalorian and Grogu are going to start wandering around uh, Galaxy's Edge now as well. So that's kind of fun to see the Mandalorian that we're all kind of obsessed with. And it makes sense that he'll be wandering around there because you never know where he's going to end up, right? So It's true. Yeah. So yeah, go check out all the D23 stuff. There was lots. We just, that's, that's like a sampling. A sampling of things. Uh, so that's our Disney news. We don't know what we're going to talk about next time. I think we're kind of taking a little bit of a break on our virtual tours. So um, you never know. Uh, but uh, if you don't want to miss any episodes, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Buena Vista and Main Street. Uh, our podcasts are also anywhere you can get your podcast. So you can uh, subscribe to us and you'll never miss an episode that way as well. If you would like to tell us what your favorite restaurant or sit down is, if we didn't mention it, uh, you can send us a message or uh, leave a message on our posts on Instagram or Facebook, and we will read them and respond. Uh, We love interacting with you guys online. So feel free to do that. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Yeah. Thank you for joining us. We, uh, and thanks for sticking it out while we took a little detour for a few weeks yes thank you for just letting me get my uh ducks in a row to get back on you with you i was very excited when uh, i was able to get my technical issue fixed and the first thing i said is we can record our podcast again because i'm very excited to make another recording and uh get it out to you guys so thank you for listening and spending some time with us So gather up all your personal belongings and please exit to the right and have a magical day.